right, welcome to the Bull Rush. This is episode 34. I'm Ty Miller. Tonight, I'm joined by Scott Fish. What's going on, Scott? What's going on, Ty? Not much, man. Tonight, we are very excited for our guest, because not only is he allowing us to pull back the curtain and shine some light on what it takes to run a top-notch fantasy football site, but we are getting a VIP pass backstage to MyFantasyLeague.com. We are joined by Jeffrey Stein from MFL. What's going on, Jeff? Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be on. Yeah, this is this is good, man. I've tweeted out, we were having you on, and there was a lot of excitement immediately about it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting to me, because uh, we're, we're really not that exciting. <laughs> I, uh, you know, uh, my day-to-day life, especially this time of year, is starting to pick up some, but it's nothing uh, out of the ordinary that most folks do. Uh, it just happens to be, you know, we, we the business we run is fantasy football, and Obviously, it gets a lot busier and things change a lot more as we get closer to the season. But uh, but for right now, it's a lot of uh, a lot of things that folks probably do on their day to day, you know, their day to day lives and other jobs, other less fun, other less fun sounding jobs. See, I always wondered that with with a site like yours, if if it's if it's busier during the season, trying to keep up with any. Uh, support tickets or whatever people have or if it's busier in the off season when you're making updates and you're uh, you're working on things behind the scenes to to make sure everything's ready to go for the next year I was kind of wondering which which would be because as a guy who does a lot of web development uh, the, for me the off seasons are always so much busier but it sounds like uh, things ramp up closer to the season for you guys yeah you kind of nailed it uh, once we get to week one you know once uh, we get to that kickoff uh, we're pretty much good to go. Uh, if we can handle that week one traffic, that week one Sunday traffic, uh, everything leading up, you know, with the drafts going on. So, yeah, I mean, uh, August and the first two weeks of September are busy season, which which for someone in Michigan like myself, when we get three months of summer, June, July, August, and I spend all of August inside, uh, you know, getting ready. My, my busy six weeks for work, as I like to put it, uh, not as much fun, but uh, no, definitely, definitely. It's seasonal. Come up. Uh, Come October, November, to be honest with you, obviously there's going on still, so it's kind of that part where, well, we can't really sit on uh, improvements for next year. You know, we you know, obviously there's a lot of brainstorming going on, but uh, as far as actual work goes, uh, once September, October, November get here, uh, it's kind of kind of boring to be honest with you. Well, boring can be good at times, though. <laughs> yeah, definitely, it can definitely be good coming off busy. Busy August and a busy you know, first two weeks of September, so we'll be boring, and oftentimes means that the site held up and uh, those crazy unforeseen problems that you know, time to time. So yeah, definitely boring is good when it comes to my fantasy league. Now it seems like the the most popular thing that of course to see on Twitter is the MFL ten leagues. They're everywhere, and people have been doing them since February. It seems like so. <laughs> Uh, do you have any idea how many registered MFL 10 leagues there are at this point? Oh, not exactly sure. Off the top of my head, uh, you know, uh, we're we're filling a lot right now, and it's, it's crazy to me to think that you know three, four years ago these things didn't even exist. And you know, we have a spreadsheet that we look at uh, just as far as sales go. You know, every year that number is multiplying by a pretty good margin, and it's just like I said, it's just crazy to me that. Uh, how how quickly these have taken off. Uh, it was an idea I had for a long time, an idea I had at some uh, past jobs of mine in the fantasy industry, but uh, never never really was able to pull it off until I got to MFL. And, uh, you know, year one we started them, and they were all uh, leagues with transactions. There weren't uh, draft-only leagues that have really become 
the popular and really I think the default version of MFL 10. But uh, people said, you know, this would be great in a draft-only format, and uh, we listened to them there. And thankfully, uh, thankfully we listened to them because they they've really taken off. They've been incredible. So you got you just mentioned how you listen to your consumers and uh, obviously how popular those MFL 10s are. What is your most requested feature? I guess is where I'll go. Uh, for the future of uh, MFL? Uh, you know, really there's nothing too crazy. There's a lot of small things. And, you know, I think the part that people don't realize is, yes, we're the most customizable site out there, but we're still a business. So when you ask for a small thing, you know, yes, it probably can be done. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, you said you have a development. It's development uh, path. It's, you know, 10 man hours to do something that will get us two more leagues a year, three more leagues a year. So there's a lot of balancing done, uh, you know, with the whole, okay, we can add this, but, you know, we, we still have to run it as a business. And I think people kind of take it the wrong way sometimes when we don't implement some of those things. Uh, they, you know, I don't want to say they take it personal, but we're not just blowing them off. We are listening, but we have to weigh, you know, the pluses and minuses of every move. It's kind of, you know, a teeter-totter, what goes, you know, one side, trying to find that ultimate balance where it works from a business standpoint, and it gives us something that, you know, that overall that scales well and that a large majority of leagues that we have and that can bring in new leagues. So it's it can be tough. And, you know, if I could stress anything to folks, it's we do listen to every single suggestion that people people bring in. But uh, just because we doesn't do it mean, doesn't mean we're just throwing it in the trash. Uh, I guess the, the Internet trash, once we get it, we do read everything. We do mark everything down. But, uh, you know, sometimes it's just incredibly difficult to pull everything off. I cannot even imagine, really, because I'm just thinking of being the site that actually has to create all of this as a commissioner of a league. You have your league mates throwing out ideas and, and these different things they want, the options they want for the leagues, you know? <laughs> Most definitely. It's, uh, you know, we get, you know, every day there's something that comes in where it's like, man, that's a wonderful idea. I wish, I wish we had, you know, the manpower, the hours, the money to do that. And then every day there's also one that came in like, who in the hell thinks of this stuff? Who would possibly do this? What kind of a, what kind of crazy would think of something so out there? But uh, it's that mix of folks that keep MFL going, and we appreciate every last suggestion. Yeah, yeah, you you're really really speaking to me with that. I I know exactly what it's like to have someone come to you with an idea, and you think to yourself. Man, this would take hours and hours, and it would give us almost nothing extra. <laughs> that definitely happens. But uh, one of the nice things about you writing all those things down, you never know when one of those things will become more feasible in the future, or one of those things can be implemented in something bigger in the future. So that's that is nice that you you're always listening and always marking those things down. I think one of my favorite times of the year is uh, is always after the NFL draft with the undrafted free agent that gets signed somewhere and. And uh, folks come to us like, why isn't, uh, you know, this guy from, you know, some Division three school that was a backup tight end in the system? And it's like, well, we can't just put every player that everybody requests in the system. Otherwise, the page would take an hour to load up. <laughs> you right. Know? So, so yeah. we do. And, and it, you know, a lot of times people think I'm blowing them off. And I say, yeah, we've added this guy to our list. If the demand proves to be there, he'll be in our overall player database. And you know, we've added a ton of those guys this year. It seems like more this year than any year past that I've been around. So we do listen, and I guess that, I guess that's one of the things I want to stress most, whether it's just adding a player, adding a feature, uh, even if it's a complaint about something we do. We do listen, but there's always, I guess, we always justify it in some way that we think makes sense overall for our overall business. Uh, 
And, uh, you know, we wish we could do it all. We wish we could have all those players listed. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, we got to pick and choose our battles. I, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you. I'm sure you got a ton for for a guy like DJ Foster when he was uh, picked up by uh, New England after the draft because that fit is just so unbelievably perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yes, and I will. I will add that yes, he is in the MFL system now. But I believe he yep, has a wide yep. receiver, which is which is also uh, throwing up some debate of uh, what. Yeah. Uh, we get our depth charts from Roto World, and Evan Silva and the crew, I think, do an amazing job over there. They they know football, you know. No disrespect to anyone out there, but I mean, those guys eat, sleep, everything football. They poop football, even uh, they, everything <laughs> about football. Those guys, that, that's who we follow, and 100% buy what they have because the minute we change something, you know, that that opens up Pandora's box to, hey, well, you don't follow Roto World on this one, so why don't you change this guy as well? So uh, the yeah. Mac thing, he had so many support tickets last year, and there's there's already been a couple. I, I would say close to a hundred this year about it, and uh, there's some other guys. But just know that uh, there's a method to our madness with everything. Uh, we keep them all the same, just because you know it can it gets so crazy. If if we change it, then then all hell breaks loose. But at the same time, any commissioner can change a position eligibility. We offer the 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 function where a commissioner can change the eligibility. So if they want to make Matt a defensive end, they can. But then we always, you know, whenever we tell someone that, it just becomes a, well, our rules say we go 100% by what you have. So it's uh, it's tough, and there's, there's a lot of juggling. And, you know, we do get upset people. We get people that threaten to leave the site. And wow. not even threaten. We get people that hmm. leave the site over something as simple as Khalil Mack being a linebacker over a defensive <laughs> end. But uh, it's just just one of those battles we have to fight, and uh, like I said, you got to kind of pick and choose your spots. Wow. I, to leave over something as silly as that, it, that seems a little ridiculous to me, but uh, I suppose there are people like that. Um, I'm going to stick on DJ, DJ Foster just because it's a perfect example for this. He, well, I mean, I'm, I understand why Roto World has them at wide receiver. Uh, he, he was a running back at Arizona State, and he moved to slot receiver in his final year, and they probably left him at slot receiver. He's he's practicing with the running backs uh, at uh, at Patriots camp. I showed Ty some videos of him the other day. Yeah. Uh, but let, let's say, uh, and I completely agree with you, and I'm, I'm actually very... I'm I'm very happy to hear how consistent you guys are. That's that's a big deal for me. If if you're going to do something one way, you got to be consistent throughout, and that's that's great to hear. Um, if if let's say we get to training camp or let's say week one, and they move DJ Foster to running back, but he's been uh, drafted as a wide receiver all off season for the Patriots. What do you guys do then? Do you leave him at wide receiver or do you make him dual eligible? Is there a process for that? Uh, it all depends on what Roto World does. If they oh, okay. We'll move in the running back uh, at our commissioner system. Uh, for our MFL 10 league, he'll remain at excuse me. He'll remain at wide receiver for the league that are drafted already. Uh, and yeah, and, and commissioners can change him back at any time. Like I said, we give the option. Uh, we do is... not offer dual eligibility on the site at all. That's not something. Uh, uh, again, uh, something we're able to support. Really, in all honesty. Uh, I mean, we could, but it'd have to rewrite 20 years worth of code, and it, that would not be a good time. So, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it would be a little ridiculous to rewrite a bunch of code for an undrafted free agent. That Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly right. And, you know, again, it comes to – and I guess, you know, a lot of it's the IDP thing, too, uh, this time, too. You know, when we talk about Mac, why couldn't we just make him a defensive end of the linebacker? A lot of people ask. I 
think, you know, schemes in today's NFL, that's one of those things that people ask. And, you know, it does make it a, a lot bit more possible that we'd have to do it, but I don't know. Yeah, you, you mentioned the, uh, the, the 20 years of code. I know that it started as uh, software and not a web page. Um, I was wondering if you could uh, maybe give our listeners a little backstory on uh, MFL. I, I find stuff like that really interesting, so I'm sure our listeners would too. Yeah, it goes back way before my time. As a matter of fact, I was in uh, middle school when, when MFL was formed. <laughs> so just, just to kind of show how long it's been around. I'm no spring chicken anymore. Kevin Austin created my fantasy league. Mike Hall created Fantasy Football League Manager, FFLM. Uh, they merged somewhere around there. Uh, like it, 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 it both came you know, as a side thing, a side hobby, a couple of programmers. They both had different jobs. I don't think either of them ever thought it would be, be their job. Uh, they merged, I think, about the late 90s. Uh, just over the years, uh, Mike and Kevin did an amazing job of uh, offering the most customizable, uh, all the features, and, and it's just kind of taken on a cult following, really. And, uh, you know, to this day, it's uh, Mike still is the president of the company. Unfortunately, Kevin passed away last year. Uh, it was a real tough time for MFL. Uh, you know, our main programmer and the guy that's written the code from the beginning uh, passed away unexpectedly last May on us, right before Memorial Day, uh, right before our busy season. And there was a lot wow. of scrambling, and there was, I'll never forget uh, being at the hotel bar after his funeral with with the other uh, two MFLers, Mike, the president of the company, and Tony Holm, who lives in Massachusetts. Us three were just kind of sitting at the bar, uh, and pardon my French, just saying, what in the fuck are we going to do? <laughs> we, uh, yeah. uh, we made it through. We made it through. Uh, somehow, some way, we brought on Tony Fernandez, who's been wonderful, who worked uh, down in Miami, Florida at CBS on their commissioner product for many, many years. We, we, we just met up uh, last week in New York at the Fantasy Sports Trade Association Conference and just all looked at each other and said, how did we pull that off? Uh, Tony, <laughs> Tony Fernandez has been amazing. Uh, I, I, don't know, uh, I don't know how we did it, to be honest with you. There was a lot of uh, stressful nights, Mike especially. I, I don't know how that guy, uh, the president of the company, he went above and beyond. It was definitely stressful with Kevin gone for the first year. You know, basically learning every, a lot of stuff that he just had stored in his head on the fly. It wasn't a, it wasn't a lot of fun, and I mean, we miss them totally. It, there's been ups and downs, highs and lows, but uh, for the most part, uh, things are things are running the way they were. Yeah, I I I was pretty sad to hear that uh, last year. I know Emil Cadlick uh, of Football Diehards played in his honor in a couple leagues. It, it definitely in SFB last year, and uh, I know that the the boys in Fanix, uh, uh we talk about. Uh, Kevin and Mike and Tony and uh, stuff quite a bit, and we, we're always singing your praises. Um, you guys really did keep the ship really afloat. I mean, I don't think anyone noticed any much of any difference at all. Um, no. That 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 just is a tribute to how hard you worked and maybe uh, his a little bit of his help from above. And you know, there was downs and there was some things that obviously came unexpected. And, but we obviously that's not something we wanted to. We didn't want people to feel sorry for us. We didn't want to publicize it. We didn't want to be like, well, hey, you know, this is this is what happened, and this is why the site is down right now. We weren't asking for anything special. We were just trying to give, you know, the same great MFL service, the same great MFL support that people have become accustomed to. And yeah, and what what you guys have have all built over the years here. I mean, this is it's turned into a commissioner's dream. Like we've had Ryan McDowell from DLF on. Uh, it, it, the flexibility 
for commissioners just to be able to set up however whatever you want. Look at look at Scott. He has the SFB Scott Fishbowl. No one really ever imagined leagues like that, especially a site that could handle leagues like that. And I, I'm just curious what what might be one tip that you might offer to commissioners. Well, I'm gonna say this, uh, just just from my standpoint, because uh, whenever you talk to someone on the MFL Twitter, it's me. Uh, I'm the only one that runs it. But I would say if there's ever a problem, please, please, please use our help center. Uh, we have a way of tracking stuff. Uh, we have people a lot smarter than I. Julie, who does our help desk, is amazing. She knows the MFL software inside and out. Uh, you know, you talk about all those crazy features. Uh, she knows pretty much all of them. Me, I'm just a dumb social media guy a lot of the time. So when <laughs> someone asks me about you know, some goofy some goofy question about some little-known feature that I barely even knew we had. And I say, you know, again, again, I hate, I hate, I always get the feeling like people think I'm blowing them off. And I say, you know, please send the ticket to our help center and, and we'll get someone <laughs> right on that for you. That's not me blowing them off. That's me saying, most of the time it's me saying, I have no idea. Julie's a lot smarter than I. Send it to her and she'll help you out. But there are, uh, there are a lot of ways we track things. Uh, you know, just the Twitterverse in general, you know, 140 characters is, is a hard way of getting something across, especially when it can be something as complex as uh, some of the settings folks have for fantasy football sometimes. So the one secret I would give is use that help center. Uh, send us a ticket if you need something. Uh, the poor Twitter guy sometimes just sits there and stares and says, I have no clue. And a lot of times it's the same people over and over again. And I tell them the same thing over and over again, so I just wish that the they get the hint that I'm really not all that bright, and uh, <laughs> the ticket to the center gets, a, gets your question to someone that really knows what they're doing. Yeah, Jeff, there was actually uh, a Twitter question someone sent in about that, uh, saying should they submit a ticket before they can ask a question. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, and again, I feel like a lot of times people just think I'm blowing them off. <laughs> but uh, and, 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 and we track everything. So if you send us a you know a ticket. We can track, you know, your league's pass tickets, uh, number of teams scoring. It's 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 all so much better than trying to figure it out in 140 characters on uh, Twitter. So uh, yes, that's that. I, that was a great question. I seen that one coming across because I do get the feeling sometimes people are saying, "Oh, this guy's just blowing me off." You know what? This guy's no help at all. And most of the time, if I know the answer to it on Twitter and I can do it easily within 140 characters, I'll give you the answer. I'll do it right there. If I say, you know, please send a ticket to the help center so we can take a look, that's me saying we're going to need Julie to look at it. <laughs> well, sometimes it's just best to uh, delegate, uh, <laughs> especially when you when you don't know. I, I, I like that uh, I like that you do that. I also on Twitter, I like that you're consistently retweeting people's trade questions, their start sit questions, their <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for a league. Um, that's that's just amazing customer service, in my opinion. Yeah, that's kind of taken on a life of its own over the years. Uh, you know, we never really sat down and said, here's what we can do on social media. And the social media presence has always been, you know, something that since I've come on, it was one of my main job titles. And stuff. We kind of just let it fly and see, see what we could do and wanted to do something different. And, uh, you know, connecting the community, the fantasy football community, the dynasty community, it's all been wonderful. Uh, and, I love our Twitter account. Uh, my girlfriend, she's not a fan of it. Way too many uh, checking tweets at dinner. Way too many <laughs> checking tweets in the middle of a date. But, uh, you know, uh, the phone is glued to my hand pretty much 24-7. Even Gosh, I, I can't even tell you how many uh, times I wake up just in the middle of the night 
and say, oh, there's a trade poll. I better retweet that real quick. Uh, <laughs> I want to get want to get that out there as soon as possible. So uh, just know that if uh, you tag my fantasy league in something, I do see it. None of it's automated. And if and if if you re- if you tag us and I miss it, we do get a lot. Uh, and now it seems more and more we're getting more. There's others. There's other uh, you know handles that retweet stuff. So sometimes I miss stuff because uh, it's it's all human based. So. Uh, if I miss your retweet or if I miss your question, uh, don't don't be afraid to send it again because chances are it just got the, just got caught up and I didn't see it. Well, I I gotta ask you since you're the only guy doing it, and I I always wonder this about Eric Dickens uh, doing the DLF account. Man, I, my wife doesn't like me looking at my phone or on Twitter as much as I am. For you, <laughs> it's it's kind of your job. Do do you? Do you uh, do you ever just put it down for a few hours because you're like I need to I need a break or or are you basically just glued to that thing most of the time with little uh, you just check it every 15 minutes or half an hour all day long or how how do you how do you deal with that? I'm pretty hooked at this point. I gotta admit it's hard for me. <laughs> I get the shivers even just getting in the shower for uh, five ten minutes. Um, you poor uh, bastard. Yeah. <laughs> luckily, luckily I have a girlfriend that's pretty understanding and it's. It's kind of become a running joke. Uh, she got she got a picture of me looking at my phone while I was cutting the grass on the riding mower the other day. And that. <laughs> uh, that became a big joke, uh, you know. So and I told her, you know, hey, we're getting close to football season. Can't miss anything. Uh, the people around me have adjusted as well as I have, and and you know that's one other thing about MFL. I don't think a lot of people know is there's no my fantasy league office. We're all in different areas. There's myself in Michigan. There's Mike, the president of the company in Wisconsin. There's Julie, who I mentioned does support in Wisconsin. Uh, there's Tony Holm, Fantasy Sharks. He's been in my fantasy league for a long time. He's in Massachusetts. And then there's uh, Tony Fernandez, who I mentioned came on. He's in Miami. And uh, Kevin was in Philadelphia. So we're all all around the map. There's no my fantasy league office when these tweets come in asking for help. I just can't look over my shoulder and say to Julie, hey, can you come here and help me with this? It definitely takes some getting used to, uh, but again, uh, there's there's no like great my fantasy league office. It's not like those old ESPN Sports Center commercials where we just have mascots wandering the halls, and, like, <laughs> cubicles, all that yeah. good stuff. Uh, for the for the for the most part, uh, we have a conference call every Tuesday morning where we talk to each other, and that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, we obviously keep updated on Slack, uh, a message board. We used to have a message board, but the new Slack program has worked wonderful. I've so, heard that. Really, I mean, we talk once a week. That that is incredible that five people make all of that run. That smooth. That's amazing. I have to ask this follow up after that. I I have to. If MFL had a mascot walking around, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think that mascot would be? Well, come the busy times, I think it'd be a big thing of caffeine pills. Uh, that, that, <laughs> that, that, that seems like this to me. Uh, something with caffeine, maybe a coffee cup. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I drink, I'm going to have a tumor the size of a basketball growing on the side of my side of my neck today from the amount of oh. I consume. Well, let's hope not. You play you play fantasy football, right? Do you play on some leagues in MFL? Uh, actually, I'm I'm down to one league, and it's it, it is not hosted on MFL. It's an old time friends league. It's one of those things where it's always been hosted. I'll say it's always been hosted on Yahoo. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I tried to get them to change over when I got the job at MFL, but. Uh, it's just one of those things where nobody wants to learn a new system. So, uh, yeah. so I got my one buddy league, and you know I dabble in the, the DFS, which I think is an incredible amount of fun. I've had some uh, good time doing that. 
but I, I usually keep it in my one home league, and uh, you know, obviously no MFL tens or anything like that for me. Uh, the terms of service say I can't play, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, it's one of those things where over the years I've gotten fewer and fewer leagues. Just, uh, just one of those things where, uh, you know, uh, it just seems like I'm around fantasy football so much that uh, you know, even if it's just an extra five minutes setting the lineup, it just doesn't seem uh, as fun as it once was for me. I can't tell you how jealous I am of you having one league. <laughs> that that sounds super freeing. Um, and speaking of the amount of time to set lineups and stuff like that, you have MFL has widgets, and I don't know if I don't know if people listening realize this that you can embed them in things to make your life so much easier. Um, uh, I I created an app. You should contact me on Twitter if you want uh, to check out that app. But uh, how high do the MFLs go? What's your highest stakes you go currently? As far this? as uh, public leagues? Uh, yeah. $100 right now. Okay. Any plan to go any higher than that? or is that? Um, we have a joint thing with uh, RT Sports. It's called the Fantasy Championship. That's 250 entry. But that's more of a, you know, it has a 200000 grand prize, and it's a, uh, more of a season-long format. It's not best ball. It's not you know draft only. It's basically like a redraft league with the overall competition. So uh, I guess no, not right now because we don't want to take away from that. That's, gotcha. For now, uh, I think uh, for 2016 at least, I think you'll only see 100 as the highest we go. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. I have a question, uh, Jeff, from uh, a Twitter question actually. Uh, any way MFL can split the linebacker positions up between inside linebacker and outside linebacker? I know you get them from Roto World. Uh, I don't know if Roto World does that. Just it was just a Twitter question, so I thought I would bring it up. Yeah, it goes back to the aforementioned. Uh, we could and we thought about it, but man, there's so much code there that it absolutely have to be worth it for us to do it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and again, that that's so unsatisfactory to a lot of people. But, uh, you know to put. Ten hours of programming time on that for something that you know is one percent of our leagues maybe, and something that would that would probably barely make a dent in into bringing new leagues in. It, it's tough, and I mean, yep. if we could just do it, like if we could do it even in an hour or two, we'd probably do it. But unfortunately, as, as mentioned, there's a lot of code, there's a lot of crisscrossing at this point. It, it, it would just be too much at this point, uh, and, and you know, it just. But if it, if people listening want it, let us know. Because at some point it might be worth it for us to do, but just from what we hear, from what we hear on surveys, from what we hear on social media, there's just not enough of a demand for it. But if there is, if that is something that you want, by all means, like I said earlier, let us know. It's not something we're just going to take lightly. We we take every suggestion, we take every every comment seriously, and uh, you know, if it becomes to a point here enough, then then maybe we'll we'll look at the, you know devoting that ten hours of figuring it all out. Yeah, I, I I really do wonder. I I know that in the uh, <laughs> I know that in the dynasty community, uh, and the more degenerate hardcore uh, players uh, like me and Ty and <laughs> fantasy Twitter, that that they probably are more likely to want something like that. But I'm guessing your your average home league, most leagues that do IDP probably don't split them up. So I can <laughs> I definitely understand that. Um, oh. And most definitely, and most definitely, and if you look at our overall number of leagues, such a small percentage in general are IDP. Yep. So then when you take that small percentage of our IDP and use the small percentage that would want inside linebackers versus outside linebackers broken out, then that percentage gets even smaller and smaller. So 
again, uh, you know, we wish we could do everything folks wanted, but uh, we still got to do stuff that makes sense from a business standpoint. Yeah, I I read I read something, and maybe you know this is true or not. I I don't know, but I I, I read an article probably about a year and a half ago that said that it showed uh, statistics ratios that IDP wasn't actually growing. There's more IDP players because fantasy's growing, but the percentage of people that play IDP it hasn't it hasn't actually grown. It's actually still really really small. Yeah, that that uh, that is accurate from um, everything that we see on the site and all the. Uh all the data, all the tracking info that comes in from uh, from various uh, polls done by the FSTA and all that good stuff. So, yeah, that is 100% accurate from what we know. Yeah, Jeff, there was actually another question from Kenny Darter <laughs> on Twitter. He said, do you feel there is any other site that is a true competitor to MFL in the Dynasty format? There's no doubt that there's a lot of uh, good sites out there. Uh, like I mentioned, my home league is on Yahoo. They do a wonderful job. Uh, even the ESPNs, the CBSs, the flea flickers of the world, they all do an amazing job, and we know that. From a dynasty standpoint, I still think uh, you know, we're the one that's there 365 days a year. Uh, you, know, you can go and buy yourself a Microsoft phone, but you know, there's still, when you have that iPhone in your hand, you know, uh, that, that's the hip, that's the cool thing to do in it. And I, I kind of feel like that's how MFL is. Uh, we're, if you're serious about playing dynasty fantasy football, I think it should be hosted on my fantasy league where you can do it 365 days a year where you know we're we're first up the day after the Super Bowl for the next season where we'll have the rookies in the database then uh, we're football only and you know a lot of those other sites I mentioned you know once uh, football season's done they they turn to baseball uh, fantasy baseball they're in the middle of fantasy basketball fantasy hockey season we're 100% football so I, I, I think uh, argument can be made for hosting your league on any of those other sites they all do an amazing job uh, it's not easy. We know it's not easy. We're one of those sites have trouble on a Sunday or are they down come draft season and people are always, you know, saying, oh, my fantasy league is the greatest. Don't, uh, you know, I'm not sure why you're on so-or-so site. And, you know, I always say, you know, uh, we've been on the other end. We know it's not fun. So we'll never, you know, we'll never retweet those ones uh, saying, you know, <laughs> uh, so-and-so is down to be on MFL because, cause, uh, you know, that's bad. One, it's bad karma. And two, yeah. you know, just, uh, we just know sucks when that happens. Uh, and those other sites, they do, they do a, a very, very good job. So dynasty-wise, I do think we're the best, yes. But, uh, I mean, I think an argument can be made for, for a lot of sites as well. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of sites. It's just like fantasy sites, too. A lot of sites have things they do really well. Um, and, yeah, you, you definitely know what other sites go through. So, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, just an aside, I work for Pepsi, and I'm constantly working with Coke guys. And there is no animosity. Be, like we're we're actually friends because we know what each other goes through. So I I, I definitely get that. I'm going to ask you a uh, and this might be the last question or the second to last year. But um, any has there been any talk at all? And I know it's probably it might even fit in that such a small percentage of leagues thing. Uh, but any thought at all to including? Some college players or Debbie players, uh, adding them to the to the fold um, for dynasty leagues. Um, yeah, yeah, that's something we have talked about. And again, that and that that would be a heck of a lot easier than uh, inside linebacker, outside linebacker. So, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, obviously, I don't think uh, you know tracking them on a Saturday basis from a statistics standpoint. I don't no. think you'll ever see. No. But uh, you know, having you know uh, 
Fournette in the system or Nick Chubb in the system or, you know, some of those great college players. Yeah, I think, right. I think that's something that could really be done. So, I mean, if that's something that, uh, you know, sticks out to people, let us know. Uh, you know, that, that, that is something we've talked about before, and I just, I just don't think we've ever gotten around to it just because it's not asked about very often. But uh, And it's kind of a changing legal landscape in fantasy sports, so. Yeah, yeah, I, I always wondered that with the, the because they're college players, and if you list the and college. I, and, and so I shouldn't speak too much to it here because uh, the yeah. times are kind of changing. The NCAA just banned, you know, the DFS site from, uh, or not, they mm-hmm. didn't ban, but they had it written in a lot of the, the bills that are being passed on a state-by-state basis that, uh, you know, no more NCAA football DFS, no more NCAA basketball DFS. I don't think that would really uh, – harm us any, but uh, it's something we better check with the attorneys with first. Uh, yeah, definitely. Well, uh, I will tell all my Debbie friends to let you know that they want it, and then you can, you can check <laughs> it out. Tickets. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's something I always thought wouldn't be too hard of a fix. It'd just be you know adding maybe a hundred players, you know, and maybe twenty a year after that or whatever, because that would cover most leagues. But yeah, I, I always wondered if it was a Listing the college issue, and and that may very well be the case uh, when you when if you do come to that point. Ty, did you have any more questions? <laughs> yeah, I was actually just yeah. checking the Twitter account, and oh, you know, well, if guys don't mind me, let me answer the one I seen. Uh, someone mentioned any plans to upgrade the live scoring page. You know, it that's again just something I want to get out there. Again, it's the balancing act of it all. We are fully aware how the site looks when you first get on there. We realized that it was, you know, like I said, this, a lot of it goes back to the late 90s, but a lot of and a lot of these uh, customization folks make, they do an excellent job and make these pages look better than anything that's, that, you know, current day updates. Uh, you can, basically, we give you the clay and we allow you to mold it into whatever you want to do with it. That's kind of how we look at it. But at the same time, we do realize that a lot of the, a lot of the features appear outdated and, uh, you know, we do, we are actively looking for a user interface specialist to hopefully uh, make some changes. But at the same time, it goes back to that balancing act we're talking about, where we have 25,000 leagues on the site. Wow. 25,000 leagues, let's just say, times 10 people per league. So right there, you have, I'm, not, I'm not very good at math, but that's about 250,000 people that know how to use the system already. While the first-time person gets on there, creates a league and says, my God, this is butt ugly. My God, this is something <laughs> that looks like, uh, like it, you know, that's dated. You can change it, but from our standpoint, we, re- we do realize that, but it's the ultimate balancing act of, well, how do we change it? How do we make it more visually appealing? How do we make the user interface better? How do we not confuse the hell out of the 250,000 people that are already on the site? And there's a lot more than that. That's just my random number up. We implemented the universal login this past off season, and again, just something and just something as simple as that. We we've, we've heard a lot of, well, we're I guess it's time for us to leave the site. Uh, this is too confusing for us to figure out. So, for every action, there's an equal reaction, and again, it's a balancing act that we're we're still trying to figure out. Uh, to be honest with you, we know we have to make improvements, but how do we make those improvements without you know alienating? people that have been with us for 10 years, for 15 years. And, you know, while the Thais and the Scots of the world probably are going to find, uh, you know, find their feature they're looking for, whatever we do, there's guys like my dad that are going to sign on to that computer 
and be like, what in the hell is this? Where, you know, where do I go for a live scoring or how do I set my lineup? Uh, you know, I'm on, like I said, I'm on the Twitter 24 seven. So whenever a site makes an update, you know, whether it's something small or something huge, which all these commissioner services have done over the years and you just see people melt down, you just see, and, and we get the emails, uh, we get the, <laughs> yeah. you know, so-and-so changed this. How do we come to MFL now? So it, it's such a balancing act. It's and so you're never going to please everybody. No. You just, you just exactly. Well, and, and that's kind of how we look at it. But at the same time, we do want to improve and we do want to make things better. So uh, we're, we're in the very, very early stages of that. And I think the universal login we rolled out this spring was one of the first parts of that. But, uh, you know, stick with us. Uh, we're, I, I think, again, I think a lot of people think we're some, you know, some huge corporate business and we're just, uh, you know, all sitting on our, at the top of our ivory tower, smoking cigars, <laughs> lighting them with 20s, and, you know, drinking expensive scotch and laughing all day. And, and we're really not. We're, we're wondering things like, uh, you know, how do we improve the live scoring page? How do we improve the set lineup page? But, uh, you know, we usually keep our dads in mind when, uh, when we think about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, something that le my league mates bring up to me as commissioner, um, and we actually got this question, is when are they going to create a mobile site? And I just wanted to let everybody know that you guys use a third-party app, MFL Platinum, right? Oh, uh, there's there's a couple third-party apps. Uh, oh, are there? Okay, I thought there was just one. No, I, 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 I'm not sure how many are on the market right now, but I think there'll be more later this summer. But yeah, there, there is an app, and uh, they do a wonderful job from what from what we can see. And, and again, it's one of those things where when we meet, it's, it always becomes, well, you know, do we do our own thing? But we think these other companies do an amazing job. There's some really, really good stuff out there for uh, iPhone and Android. But, you know, we'll get those emails again. We'll get those tweets where someone will say, okay, well, I see there's two or three apps. Which one is the official MFL app? And we'll say, right. you know, hey, they're all done by third parties. They're all very, very good. And they'll come back with, but which one's the official one? You don't have an official one? No, there's no official one. We don't stand by this. And they say, oh, well, we're not using your site then if you don't have an official app. I mean, oh, it's just cool. you, you guys would be wow. surprised. There are apps, but there's no official app. So you guys would be surprised of uh, some of the stuff we hear. And it's just not us, uh, you know, like I said, it's just not us saying, okay, well, what we have is good. What we have is running. Let's go, uh, you know, let's go vacation in the island for the next two weeks. Uh, we're always, <laughs> always trying to make things work. And, uh, you know, slowly but surely, I think uh, I think we'll get to a better spot uh, for everyone involved. Well, it's already an, an amazing spot, in my opinion. I, yeah. I I know that nearly everything I do, I'm I'm kind of a mad scientist when it comes to commissioning leagues, and I can't SFB could not be done on another platform, and several of the leagues I run could not be done on other platforms, and. Uh, it's not just uh, the customizability of the look and feel of it. It's it's what you can actually do with settings and the two that it. It's just absolutely amazing. It's why it's just it's the only place I play. Um, I don't know about Ty, but it's the only it's the only place I play any of my leagues. And I guess I just want to <laughs> publicly thank you and MFL for for being willing and open to change things and uh, improve and keep getting better and allow so many, so many different features. Uh, no, thank you guys. Uh, thank you to, uh, you know, the fantasy football community. It's given, it's given us five, it may sound like I'm complaining. It may sound like uh, you know, when I tell you about, you know, these stuff with people saying you don't have an official app or, you know, uh, we're leaving because Khalil Mack is a linebacker. I'm not complaining. We all have great lives. Uh, this is, Incredibly fun, a fun thing to do. Don't ask me the first week of September, but uh, <laughs> we, you know, thank, 
thank you to everyone out there. Uh, you know, uh, you've given us all amazing lives, and uh, we all we all have a passion for what we do, and uh, you know, working with the fantasy football community, and you know, just hearing nice things like you said uh, that that makes it all that makes it all worth it. Uh, so thank you to everyone out there. Uh, we we appreciate each and every one of you. Yeah, so be sure to check out myfantasyleague.com. You can uh, get a hold of Jeff at myfantasyleague on Twitter, and I'm sure he'd be happy to answer any questions. And if not, he'll uh, he'll tell you to send, submit a ticket. Yeah, send you to Julie. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Support tickets are the way to go. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for coming on tonight, Jeff. You've got it, guy. Thank you so much for having me. You can follow Scott at scottfish24. You can follow me at ty underscore n underscore stl. Frank wasn't here tonight, but you can follow him at Dynasty Frank. And uh, we will see you next week. Later.